0: Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news,
1: tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with
0: your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. This is Mark Stevenson.
1: And this is Mark Vila, and today we are here to talk about uh, episode 149, which is back to business, your 2021 success plan.
0: You know, you know, Mark, I got to say before we get started, it's great sure. to be back, you know, doing podcasts again. Okay. You have a microphone in the middle of your forehead. I didn't realize that.
1: <laughs> no, but I Watching just... the video, uh,
0: <laughs> that's just a microphone. Mark does not have any kind of a growth there or anything.
1: It's just well... Podcasts. I believe now it is not in my forehead.
0: Yeah, you, you've got it right. So okay. Um, so, Mark, I know this. Um, you know, it's taken us a little bit to get going this year. Yeah. Um, but that's that's not because things were slow. It's because um, you know we continue to continue to be aggressively busy, mm-hmm. and you know I think we've seen more new businesses start. With cold essay equipment so far just this january than we have um you know at any of the same period last year
1: yeah and, and well and and in, in yeah i mean to comment on that a little bit you know january is is a typically uh slow time in our industry a lot of our customers are slow a lot of folks listening out there this isn't necessarily their booming time uh, but uh, the reason for this episode is because we we're in an interesting spot right now. We're in a really interesting spot, I think. Um, and uh, I'm not going to use any words that anyone's ever u- used before <laughs> or that I'm typically use an interesting
0: spot. That's it.
1: It's an interesting we- spot. And it's, it's um, and it's, it's unlike other Januaries. And I think that come the spring, and the summer, it's going to be unlike other springs and summers in what I would just, what I'm more recently just calling just the customization business okay? Uh, because we, uh, you know, it's custom apparel startups, you know, are the birthplace of this podcast and Koldesi is in embroidery and then t-shirt printing. And then now it's, uh, it's so much more and the demand of uh, what our customers need and do is so much more than apparel because you've a lot of times you got to be a one-stop shop. Yeah. So in this customization business, I think it brought, uh, it brought something interesting to light. So um, let's go ahead and dive into that a bit.
0: Yeah, sure. And before we, before we move on, I do want to say that, you know, the, um, the last part of last year um, going to the customization business comment, you know, we sold more UV printers than ever before we had more people using the digital heat effects white toner printers um, to decorate hard goods than ever before. You know, we've just continually seen a trend where fewer and fewer of our customers, even though it's the main part of their business are only in the t-shirt business. Yeah. You know, they're, they're in the custom t-shirt business. They're in the hat business. They're in the promotional products business. um, They're in the small sign business. They're in, you know, uh, awards and engraving. They're just, you know, we're, we're all over the place now. So the customization yeah. record really definitely. fits.
1: Yeah. You, you know, it's interesting in a, in a world where, um, there's so many people and everything kind of feels so much the same, you know, uh, in regards to, um, you know, cars that we drive and houses and neighborhoods and, uh, apartment complexes and, and, uh, uh, all this stuff, you know, everything you feel kind of, part of the pack and customization I think is is a is a natural um uh, growth out of that because this is the opportunity for everybody to have something that's unique and look different so now it's it's just everything can be customized everything can be customized everything is customized no matter what you want you can order a custom version for it um online or in or in your city um for not that much more money than the regular one yeah, which is fascinating. Sometimes cheaper. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and and talk about this back to business 2021 and and kind of the intro we wrote here is that we're on the cusp of a customization boom, um, and a lot of it has to do with um, uh, 2020 COVID um, post election. You know, all of these things all happening, kind of all, all this crazy stuff that happened in 2020. And then this uh, this return to uh, normalcy and uh, and things just opening back up. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're in Florida. So we've been on a slow open path for six months, but other states um, are just beginning that journey now. So we're yeah. seeing like uh, D.C., and uh, New York, and uh, Illinois, Michigan, um, Ohio. These are all states that you're seeing in the news now, talking about doing more things,
0: yeah, opening and more I'll, things. And I'll say that you know, as as things open up here in Florida, um, even more and more than they than they have been. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't go anywhere on a Friday or Saturday night into a restaurant or entertainment district or anything like that in Florida right now. Um, without seeing it uh, just absolutely full of life. yeah know, I mean, I mean, there's definitely there are people out there. Um, sports are starting back. Um, we've got the Super Bowl here coming to Tampa shortly. Um, there are all kinds of events based around that. You know, really, as things roll out over this next year, depending on where you are in the country, if you've got local business, there's there's a huge opportunity. Um, for growth, right? Because if if you if you made it if you made it this far, yes, you know if you were able to weather the storm and whether it's through finding new outlets for your products, finding new products, uh, finding new customers. Um, however, <clears throat> excuse me. However, you made it through. You know, a lot of people were more successful last year than ever before, and and you guys are all uniquely positioned with that recent experience and what's going to happen next in the country, um, to take advantage of it all. And yeah, and, top.
1: yeah, it's great. And the way I see it is like you mentioned, you know, some people, um, some businesses and customization had a great 2020, um, many, uh, struggled, you know, uh, many didn't make it. Uh, so there, there, there was, there was new, uh, there was new kings and queens, you know, created, you know, and and old ones were have gone away. So if you're listening to this and you're brand new and you're just getting going, or if you weathered through the storm, whether uh, you came out, um, you know, on top or or somewhere or somewhere below where you were before, you know, it, it, the opportunity is great for you. And the reason why I say that is because as things begin to open back up, people are, and I would say it from. Um, from experiencing it here in Florida, as you mentioned, once once the return to normalcy feels normal again, once once people aren't afraid to be around people anymore, and it takes time, especially if if you're in an area that's just opening up or just being allowed to do things, people are going to get excited to do things. Yeah. They're going to be ready to spend money. They're going to be ready to get out there and experience life again, because. That's what life is about, you know, doing things and, 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 you know, and being excited. I, I think you know it,
0: it, it, it's really interesting because um, I know you made a little opportunity list of some of the places that, you know, will be opening back up. And, and it's, it's a list of all of the businesses and activities that were hit the hardest in 2020 that are going to start back up again and start new. Yeah. So when you think about those uh, places of opportunity, it's schools being opened. You know, uh, schools being school sports starting back again, in whatever that's that's going to happen, uh, summer and spring camps and vacation camps that kids used to go to, um, festivals. You know, the the strawberry festival, the
1: yeah, uh, the Renaissance festivals,
0: yeah, um, you know, the state fair here in uh, here in the Tampa area is going to be going on again. Um, if you're used to doing trade shows, all just make a list of basically everything that sucked last year.
1: <laughs> you know, every, yeah.
0: everything that you wanted to do and couldn't yeah. do. And now you've got, um, you know, this year will be the year that all those things, you know, come back to one extent or another.
1: And in the reason why I think it's, it's, it's going to be a boom rather than, um, necessarily, um, just what it was before. I believe that there will be a surge all right, of this business. And the reason why it makes sense to me is if a business has, uh, let's just say, um, we're talking about um, local local businesses. So you could be talking about um, restaurants or bowling or a mini golf or a laser tag places or or a video game, you know, center whatever, right? Yep. all these local businesses that either scaled down or shut down or just went to to go things or whatever they did and now they're they're reinvesting in their business and they're reopening back up they're um hiring a bunch of staff they're uh, replenishing goods that are in the store that they might resell they're replenishing all different types of things that comes with kind of a curve, right? So you come in, you hire a bunch of people, you replenish your store with all the goods you need or whatever it might be. And then it settles back down to normal. So there's a peak time where everything is ramping back up and everybody's trying to get things, you know, uh, that they need. And whoever's available to produce that stuff, whoever's available to help out are the are going to be the ones that will cash in on that boom. And if you want to cash in the most, you want to be at the beginning of that. If you look at it like a bell curve, right? In the beginning, there's a little bit of things start to ramp up. Then all of a sudden, quickly, it all ramps up and everybody wants stuff. Nobody can get stuff. The demand is really high. The supply is really low. And then supply catches up. It slows down a bit. And then it kind of goes back to some sort of normalcy which is which would be higher than it was before right so yeah. if the beginning was here bell will curve up and then it would end up here and some businesses are going to choose to take action when it gets to that right side of the curve i'm going to take action when it's normal again yeah and others are going to take action very early and say i'm going to catch the beginning of the bell curve and ride that whole wave
0: yeah I think so that's
1: exactly. kind of what some of this is about
0: yeah, I think that's that those are really important, important things. And I don't know um, how you want to talk about this, Mark, if you want to start with the, um, you know, the the three kinds of approaches.
1: Uh-huh. Okay, I think we should talk about um, what I what I thought about first, when I was making some notes on this and thinking about this was, for one, just um, defining your situation, identifying your opportunities, I think are are the first part of this right um okay. if you are in uh, because this is going to be different for everybody listening unless you unless you're in the same city in the same niche which you're which probably not um as somebody else listening to this but every city and every nation, every state yes is going to be a little bit different on on what on what this is. So you got to make yeah. your own definitions and determine what that means for you. So identifies the identify the opportunities in your area as the first thing. So um are you in an area that is going that is really, really slow and very shut down by by your local government that there is a lot to open back up. Um, are you in an area where there where it's been slowly building up? And now when the springtime, when it warms up, you know, that's when you'll see, you know, a a boom there or what you have to figure out what it is. And you also have to consider your niche. What is your niche? What do you do? You know, um, is it sports? It has been a slowdown in sports in your area Um, is schools concerts do you have concert venues in your area or festivals in your area that that maybe um, didn't have the same attendance or any attendance at all in the past six months that are going I really, to have
0: I, I really like how how mm-hmm. local and niche specific this is it's almost like if if you guys out there listening would just take out a sheet of paper and start make a running list of things that are going to change things are going to open things are going to increase um, over the next 90 or 120 days just make that running list and start to pick the ones that you think are the biggest opportunity for you.
1: yeah. Yeah. course, like
0: five or six that we mentioned with schools and sports and restaurants and camps and festivals and trade shows, you know, which of those, you know, is already in your wheelhouse, you know, which one of those markets can you serve the best and what other ones are there going to be just in your, in your neighborhood?
1: Yeah, and I think it's great to consider this locally because this is a great opportunity to, um, to, to profit from things that will happen local that will that will boom locally for you. So you should know in your area um, if you have uh, events or you have things that are particular popular. Everywhere is different. Everybody, um, everybody across the country. Uh, has different events, has different things that are popular for them. Some, some folks it's high school football is huge. And those Friday night games are, are, are full of custom t-shirts and fan yeah. wear and things like that. And maybe those football games were not lit up the way they were. So your boom, if that's the case for your area, your boom might be talking about fall.
0: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Or- uh, <clears throat> Or yeah, you know, if
0: you're um, just as just as a as a kind of a real real world example, if you're in the promotional products business, if you're making stuff and not just t-shirts, you know, there's um, there's an incredible real estate boom here in here in Florida,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, especially in the Miami area. So you know, your play on that might be, can you use your digital heat FX or do you have a UV printer or something that you can make gifts and tchotchkes for realtors to present to new homeowners, or mm-hmm. can you? participate in the advertising for those businesses in some way, you know, so, so, so
1: anywhere that's booming really is where, where you're looking for and anywhere that shall boom in the near future. Yes. Um, if you, um, if you had, uh, some sort of festivals or events that are local to your area, um, and there's, there's ones who, there's so many, we haven't even heard of most of them, you know? So a lot of folks listening will say, oh yeah, you know, we have the cheeseburger festival in our area. You know, that happens every spring. Um, is that happening this year? Let me there's look it Kumquat up.
0: There's a festival close by
1: us. Yeah, there's come there's so many. So if you're happy, there's a strawberry festival here in Florida. Um, so uh, look that up are they having them what's the story with them when are they going to start you know find out just you're looking for your opportunities in your area no matter what they are and like i said it could be football come fall high school football come fall it could be just areas that are booming or about to boom um or just events that might not have happened before that do um so you keep an eye out for um what these events are what these opportunities are um Keep in the know of kind of what's going on in your local and state governments. When do things, When do certain regulations expire? Is there an executive order that expires on a certain date? And what does that mean? Yeah. Um, how, do, how do you suspect businesses are going to respond to that? Communicate with those people um, that you know and find out how they expect to respond to that.
0: Yeah, especially you know if, if you have these people in your customer list already.
1: Oh, well, that's that's even ideal. You know, if you've worked with a school or a concert venue or people who um, who purchased a lot of customized things from you for events, find out what's going on, ask them, what do they know? Yeah. But so then so the first one really is identify the opportunity in your area. That's number one. Yeah. And um, it doesn't have to be that complicated. You know, it's asking friends and Google searching, using your gut, you know, a little bit of everything. Um, so then, the second the second step to your 2021 success plan, uh, so it's just asking a question. So what, So what's the opportunity then? You've done the research. Now you have to physically define what it is. You know, um, you know wh- exactly what are you going to sell to? Who are you going to sell it to? What What is the potential opportunity? And then you, I think, you also grade that the potential of that opportunity.
0: Yeah. So, so picture that list that we asked you to make, um, you know, you've got your list of things that are going to reopen. Um, you've, you've talked to some people and you've identified which one of those is going to happen when the size, things like that. And now you're going to take each one of those opportunities and figure out, um, you know, which, what's the biggest opportunity, you know, what's the biggest potential for gain and make sure that you're ready for the, you know, for the products that that opportunity requires. You know, so for example, if you haven't been selling custom mugs in a while, but you know that um, every coffee shop in your town is going to reopen, then maybe there's some kind of a celebratory mug that you can have for, you know, um, Tootville, Wisconsin is reopening.
1: Wow. You like I'm that? Not yeah, I'm not familiar with that place.
0: Okay. Well, it's, it's great. <laughs> Cheese it's and great. coffee is what they're famous for. <laughs> so, you know, you're you're kind of grading things. You're you're looking at the opportunity. What's my biggest opportunity? What's my biggest product opportunity to sell into?
1: Yeah, and and I think that um, that this step right here is one that will help to define the rest of this because you're saying, um, do I already do something that I can sell in this niche in this industry as a part of this particular boom? And then uh, if I don't, is there something I can or am, am willing to do? Yeah. So uh, you, you mentioned uh, coffee shops, and, and that's a fine enough example for this. Um, if you normally specialize in T-shirts and signs and you don't haven't really messed with a bunch with mugs, but you see an opportunity for mugs, you know, so now you evaluate. Do I want to do them? What equipment do I have now? Is it just a matter of learning it or is it a matter of investing? So these are all questions to consider. And the same thing might be for uh, the high school football example. You know, that would be for for later on in the year would be um, that's a lot of T-shirts. We have folks yeah. that listen to us who do not make T-shirts, right? So maybe making T-shirts is part of what you do. Maybe you do embroidery, but you're not doing any printed T-shirts. Um, so you see a hat opportunity for sports, Um, But but there's a potential t-shirt opportunity. So if and
0: I I think this mm -hmm. is super important because Mm -hmm. you're talking about taking advantage of a specific point point in time. Yes, and how you can maximize what happens during this specific point in time. So um, you know if you are just in the custom t-shirt business, that's great. But if you are dealing with high school sports and you're just selling custom t-shirts into high school sports. You know they're still going to need all those other things. There's, you know, there's still going to be a huge number of parents are, that are going to want uh, 2021 stadium seats. You know, um, they're going to want bla- they're they're going to want uh, windbreakers. They're going to want custom caps. Maybe they want school mugs. We talk about mugs a lot today. For mm-hmm. Maybe they want they want that. So don't just look at the opportunity for your product that you specialize in. Look at it as an overall opportunity the width of it and figure out how you might be able to take advantage of all of it.
1: Yeah, and here's the so 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 coming out of that then, if you've made it this far into the episode, I think this is the crux of it all right here, right? Yeah. Is that when we look at these opportunities, um, we we look at them through uh, through glasses that contain uh, a little bit of fogginess and fear. Because we, we do not, uh, you can't 100% know we thought there was a period of time, which was only a year ago, where you thought everything was mildly predictable. Yeah, right. And then, uh, and then it was no longer mildly predictable at all. It was, it was unpredictable. And there was always a question of what was next. And, uh, and you continue, you continually saw the light get farther away or almost within reach and then not. And we had a lot of business owners that talked about things like this and things online. Oh, I thought we were going to do good. And then they canceled everything again for us, you know? So, so that's why, that's why this is important here is because when you, there are going to be, businesses that only see through that lens currently, and they are going to really hold back on taking any action. They are in defense mode. Their their shields are up. They're just trying to stay alive. Um, And then you're going to have the other businesses that say, I see the opportunity. It's coming. I have confidence that the opportunity is going to come and they are going to go into the offensive. So um, that's what we can talk about.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it's really important. It's almost like the, um, you know, if you've done any investing at all or read about, you know, retirement investing or anything like that, they're always talking about your, um, your appetite for risk.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: You know, so, so, Mm -hmm. you know, you're either, you either invest aggressively, you're mixed or you're incredibly conservative in the way that you invest your money. And this is kind of the same thing. You run your business the same way. Mm-hmm. So in the face of all of the opportunities and the potential growth or that not happening at all, you know, you've got to evaluate where you, where you fit, you know, the conservative approach, um, the, um, let's call it mid range investment approach mm-hmm. or the, I'm all in.
1: Yeah. Yeah kind of thing so so then uh an example the one that keeps coming to my mind um is like a festival type of example right so
0: um
1: everywhere usually has the renaissance festival come through you know those they the renaissance (laughs) festivals they go throughout the country
0: this is for our our this is for our customers that do like um you know uh, custom crossbow decoration (laughs) and uh and, and I wasn't um, expecting not coffee anything. mugs. They they create uh, logoed flagons. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, when you go to uh, these festivals, which I've been a couple times now, um, uh, it's a it's just a place of commerce. Yeah, that's what it is. It's not even it's 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 just a place of commerce. There is so much stuff being sold. The first time I went, um, I was blown away how large it was and how much money people were spending yeah and how many things you could buy so anyway so i had um uh the renaissance uh festival is uh is just something i've gone with with my daughter and 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 some folks before so we're, we're like you know i wonder if it's coming or when it's coming around this year because it was kind of fun it was kind of interesting you know yeah. so i looked it up and it said coming in 2021 date to be to be determined all right. So now, if I'm if I'm somebody who would sell wares at this festival, um, or I thought I could sell t-shirts there, or mugs, or something customized in in my wheelhouse, and I wanted, to, and I felt like I wanted to be a part of that, um, there's a risk involved because it says to be determined. Right. Yeah. Um, so so um, they're planning on coming. They don't have a date yet. So now this is this is where you'd kind of decide. Um, what, where your business lands when you see something like that. Um, so that's when it, when they say to be determined, that's a different situation than if they were to have a date on it. Right. Right. And you, so, so you look at that information and you say, okay, well it says to be determined or it says, you know, um, May 1st, whatever it might be, uh, wh- what, what approaches my business want to take? And then you mentioned the three different ones, right? So maybe we could start with like, what would the most conservative approach be?
0: Uh, The most conservative approach would be not to do anything. Okay. Because right now the festival is completely fictitious, right? It's to be determined. It could be 2025. That's what to be determined means, Mm -hmm. right? It it doesn't doesn't have to go off. They're hoping it will. Um, So the conservative approach would be, uh, first of all, not spend any money on it. I'm not going to advertise or look at um, uh, custom blanks or do any planning or anything, you know, for for an event that may or may not take place. Yeah, that's definitely the conservative approach. Yeah, just putting your money um, in a bank account or a CD.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. So you're not doing. Stock can go
0: up and down. A mutual fund mm -hmm. can go up and down, but you know.
1: Yeah, you don't know, um, you don't know if and when this might happen. You don't want to take the risk to your business, because you've got, you know, uh, concerns about the unknown. Right. And this is this is one of the unknowns. Is that going to happen? And when is it going to happen? Right? Because it's not official yet on that to be determined one. Um, And then there's even still a conservative approach to the one where it says it is happening on May first, Because you might just say, I've been told that before. Yeah. And they took it away from me again. So So, I'm going, yeah, go ahead.
0: Let me, let me just pause here and say Mm -hmm. that we're not, we're not judging or recommending one of these. Mark and I both have different approaches to this kind of thing. So, you know, um, there's no judgment here. We're just describing the situation just like that financial situation, Mm -hmm. you know? um, Okay. You know, if you have decided that your mattress is the best place for your money you know, that's cool. You'll never be afraid of losing it. And that probably works very well for you.
1: Yeah, I I have. And I would say I would further say that, um, as mentioned in the first step of this, that um, every location, city, county, state and area and niche that you're in has a different answer for this for every business, you know? So, so this is, def- I definitely don't have any opinion on, on which one of these is, um, is the best for your business to make sure your business uh, survives and thrives and, and you achieve all your dreams. So, um, that, I, we're just, I think just trying to describe uh, what they all mean and this way you can help to figure out which bucket you fit in or where you want to fit in Yeah. Um, And make that happen. So, so this first approach, you know, like you said, is, is unknown. Either you, you don't know um, if an event is going to happen. So you're not going to take any action. You're not going to spend any money. You're not going to do anything. You're just going to continue to do what you do. And you'll see what happens with that event Um, or an event is scheduled to happen, but it's so far out. You still choose to take no action because you've got concerns about investing money in something that um, you're concerned that um, they might cancel.
0: But you're still, you know, I mean, just listening to this podcast and making t- that mm-hmm. list that we that we talked about before, you're still in some way preparing for for an eventuality. You know, you're still you still have some awareness of what's going on, as you should in a business. You should be keeping yeah, track. Okay. of what's happening in your community?
1: Yeah. So you so the so this conservative <laughs> approach is just general awareness, n- a minimal investment in time. Minimal minimal to no investment of your time and uh, um, no investment in money. All right. And we could talk about pros and cons of this one. All right. So
0: I think the pro is that you're you're not going to lose any money out of your pocket and you're not going to waste any of your time or you're not going to invest your time without a return.
1: Yeah. So, so you've, you've, you're only going to spend time and money on things that are currently working, whatever that is, and you're not going to risk anything for the future. So if the event does or does not happen, the trajectory of your business and the financial stability of your business is, um, essentially unchanged because you chose to live outside of that, um, like not investing in that stock portfolio. Right. You just had a hundred bucks in your pocket. You chose to not invest it. And at the end of it, you still have a hundred bucks. You didn't get a thousand. You didn't end up with zero, right? Um, so the con though is that um, the biggest con is that you could just completely miss out on the opportunity. So if somebody yeah. said, I, hey, do you have a hundred dollars, there's a particular investment you can make you're gonna come out with a thousand and you choose say, no, I don't wanna take, I don't wanna put my hundred dollars there. Then everybody, you know, makes that thousand dollars. You missed out on that.
0: Yeah, I I think there's (laughs) something to think about here too because there is um, some self-defense that you're missing out on when you you take this approach. And that if that Renaissance Festival is typically your customer already and you're not proactively preparing for it and reaching out to those people, then one of your competitors might be.
1: Yes, so there, there is, that becomes a con in um, that, where, where it differs from just that $100 investment is because what can happen in that con is you have a customer that would have given you money come spring, summer, fall. That now gets taken by somebody else uh, because you chose to not participate at all in, in what might happen. You were so defensive that you lost customers. Yeah. And, um, so it's, so it's not only opportunity lost, but there's, um, like a return, a return opportunity and lost as well.
0: Okay. Um, so the, I think we've covered the conservative approach. Um, the, am I'm going to just going to call it non-judgmentally the money in the mattress approach. Okay. (laughs) Um, and And the next is is kind of the next the next level up in risk, and that's um you're you're going to invest your time but but not a lot of money. So what do you think that looks like mark
1: okay so um, i this is a, again another approach that is is still conservative, but you're not completely you know you're not completely hiding behind that mattress right with your money you know you are you're get you're you're dipping your toes out there and you're actually going to start making some things happen in assumption that this is going, that these events or this opportunity is going to unfold. But you're not willing to, to risk a lot of money behind it. You'll just risk some time. And what we talk about a lot is for small um, business owners, you know, um, sometimes um, money is a scarce commodity, but they can always invest some more time which is why you often hear about small businesses. Um, when I was first starting, I was putting in 80 hours a week. Yeah, You know, right? And, and that's oftentimes the story of, of a millionaire. You know, when they first started, they were working a hundred hours a week. So, because you can put in more time typically. So, um, you can invest time, but not money. Uh, so, what does that mean? It means, um, you know, uh, start calling your old business partners and your old customers. What are your plans? Pre-selling.
0: Yeah, when when you see that when you see that um, Renaissance Festival coming up, you know maybe you just call and make the introductions or the reintroductions to whoever's organizing the event to make sure you're, uh, you're on the a list for a phone call. Um, when they pick a date and when they're ready to order, whatever it is, you do.
1: Yeah, do you guys know what the booth costs are going to be? If I buy, are you going to have an early buy time? Is yeah. that now already? You know, can I, can I reserve a booth now? You know, um, so, so you're going to start um, looking at at that type of stuff, finding out what, finding out what, you know, what those opportunities are. Um, you're spend time actually brainstorming ideas, sit down with you, your partners, your crew, whoever you talk to and start building out ideas of what you're going to do. Okay. We think we're suspecting concerts are going to come back. Um, we've, we know that there's going to be opportunity there for t-shirts and accessories and things like that. What are, you know, what can we do? What can we offer that's different than our competition? What can we, we never really tried to get in, to get into, into the, uh, concert venues before. So how can we now,
0: yeah. you know,
1: let's start building some plans, building some ideas. And this is something that does take time. Cause you, um, you could sit there for many hours in a mu- in a month or two considering ideas and what could work and what couldn't work and hashing them out.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe there are, um, maybe there are competitors in the air in your area that didn't make it through 2020, Mm -hmm. you know, and they've got a, they've got a customer base that's just waiting for somebody new to serve them. Um, Or uh, maybe they're, uh, you know, the restaurants in your area, maybe a lot of them went out of business, but there's somebody new coming in like is happening in Tampa right now. Mm -hmm. where um you know new vendors are coming in and buying the space outfitting for the next food concept and you know so so what what are you going to do for those people the brainstorming is what are they going to need how are you going to fill that need how do you get in touch with them
1: yeah that's great and and um and then of course it's spending the time um you know retooling all your your budgets and uh and strategies for the year so that means um you know uh what are you going to doing doing the actual numbers redoing everything what are you going to what would you spend on marketing how, what is your sales approach going to look like um how does that affect what inventory you carry what inventory do you have in stock now if this um, if this potential boom you're expecting uh, for this particular event or or niche industry, uh, how does that affect what kind of inventory you have to carry, what type of and equipment you have to own? Spending I think that, the time I think doing that
0: inventory it. Inventory is is a great point because you mm-hmm. know, there are probably a lot of people out there that, you know, maybe you've got um, a a shirt blank that you used for years for um, when the high school sports uh, started mm-hmm. up again. But maybe that's not happening in your area, but something else is. So all of the inventory that you look over at, you may think you've got $10,000 worth of t-shirts in the warehouse. But you don't have any t-shirts in the warehouse if that's not what your, the new market, or when you look at what's coming, if if that's not what that market demands. Mm -hmm. So don't don't just mm -hmm. sit back and say, well, I've got the same inventory I always have that should support the same business. It might not be the same this year so make sure you do a good evaluation of that you know running numbers on your inventory for what you're projected to do not what you used to do
1: yes so for, so that's great projection versus what you're used to do you know evaluate that look at that and and understand what that means and then what opportunity do you have um in uh with what you do have or what you're used to using so uh, i'm not sure if this works for this new um uh, for this new potential niche or this new potential customer of mine, how can I make it work? Because I already own it. Or um, or if I believe that change has come to the point where this no longer makes sense, what does make sense? Do I need to... Um, and you can invest, again, we said little money in this. So you might say, all right, there's a new niche coming up, concerts, for example, which we haven't done much with with music venues before, but I think we have an opportunity in the concert t-shirt business um, we need some stylish, more modern-looking tees, which we have not done before. We have yeah. done before kind of just uh, uh, parent spirit wear stuff before, just your standard box T-shirt, and that's all we did. You know, now we need to look at something that's more for concert tees. So, what do you do? You order some of those in now, test them out, try them, yeah. you know, yeah. I'll figure out what that inventory might look like for that for that plan of, of working with uh, say, you know, concert venues just as an example.
0: Yeah, and I, th- I think this is really important too if you rely heavily on the t-shirt part of the business that e- even your regular business, if, if those customers are opening up again, um, you should get on the phone with your supplier for blanks and just make sure they're not having any inventory issues on what you normally sell. Mm-hmm. If you don't have inventory, you know, call because there are some there's some styles that aren't available anymore, or they mm-hmm. may be out of stock, or they may be a 90-day delivery time. And this is when investing time is going to save you money down the road because you can be ready for when that football team calls again for for jerseys for next year mm-hmm. and for fanware, you know, the things that you sold them last year are no longer available. You know you should brace them send them samples get in front of it so you're ready to answer those orders when they do come
1: yeah and i i think that this this approach when we're thinking about all that and we're talking about um uh investing time and money this clearly answers all that stuff that you mentioned you know and and it, it it gives you just it gets you thinking about that and um, this, this approach, I think is not, it's not so much different. Sometimes I, I, again, we talked about not having a specific opinion on what's right or wrong, yeah. but, but um, if you've got the time to invest in thinking about all of this stuff, you know, um, I would lean towards just saying, if you have, if you can invest a little bit of time, you know, there's a lot of things to consider. And this- so,
0: so I would say you should always be doing this
1: yeah okay, yes, yeah. there should. you go.
0: That's a should mm-hmm. um, but you know i mean you're you're gonna maybe change your behavior on it one way or the other, depending on which one of these three buckets you think you're gonna fall into
1: yeah, and and there's so there's pros and cons, and we're talking about investing time, but little money, you know so the the pro on this I would say is um you're still being financially conservative, so you're not th- not accumulating any new debt, you're not risking um any of the money that you um have saved. Um, you, you're preparing yourself as a pro, but you're not, you're not risking as much because you're just taking extra time out of the day that, that you have, you're staying an, an hour late, um, uh, working every night, um, or you're putting in some weekend time to go ahead and, and, and get some answers, right? So you're being more prepared when it comes time to act on things. When you find out, okay, the festival is officially on, you've got a plan. You've yeah. got ideas, you've got something to do. Um, when, talk about some cons.
0: Yeah, sure. So um, <clears throat> the biggest con is missing the biggest opportunity. You know, um, the biggest con is, is that you'll be, um, <coughs> excuse me, that you haven't pre-reserved that booth at the Renaissance Festival. You know, and by the mm-hmm. time you do, the few booths that they are leasing out are all gone. Yeah, you know the biggest con is, is that you know while you're um, while you're spending a little time on contacting your your previous customers, finding out what their situation is, that one of your competitors is spending a lot of time sending samples out, um, trying to trying to gain new business in your niche market or in your local territory. Mm-hmm. So both kind of an offense and a defense con there.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and again, you know, the the um the one of the cons that is just is is just the the lo- the opportunity loss, you know. And that's always going to be a con anytime you're not going to go push big and forward. And uh that's true with, you know, the like the stock example or any investment exa- example that you have is when you go ahead and when you when you don't do anything, when you don't take the action, you lose out on huge opportunity. And the thing to really consider on that is um, that opportunity that you missed out on could be the game changer to your business. Yeah, It could be the bit like you, you dreamed of having a particular um, amount of equipment or size shop or amount of sales or number of employees. There's, there's all these things that you have in your dream of what your business will grow to. And if you always live in this A, a or B zone, you may never get to that spot True. or you'll have a, or it'll take longer for you to get there possibly because you didn't, you didn't, yeah. Longer for you to get there. Um, because you never, you, you didn't take enough risk to really achieve like that big influx of cash or business or number yeah. of customers.
0: But, but I, I think this, I think this is a, um, this is, this is a good option if you're still in the side hustle stage
1: yeah okay. You know, that, yeah,
0: that you know sure. if you're if you're still doing nights and weekends that taking this extra step to proactively think about what the opportunities are going to be and getting on the phone doing some um, paperwork preparation, doing some planning preparation for opportunities that come up and try to try to identify those opportunities, I think that's a really good start if you're in the um hide- side hustle stage.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I I agree. And again, going back to what I would say, there's no uh, right or wrong in any of these because these are totally situational. But um, if
0: if there was, I would tell you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have a problem given my real my real uh, thoughts and opinion on it. But um, I would just say is uh, the reason why I mention all the ifs and ends and pros and and really just mention it a lot and talk about you know the missed opportunity is I think it's um, I know it's very important to think about that right to say I, I it might take me longer to grow if I don't do this you know I might not get that opportunity and then and then you'll get to a point where you'll say okay I'm actually okay with that because yeah. I don't accumulate more debt and I know a business down the road decided to invest in a bigger shop and now they're gone and I'm yeah. here so I made it because I took a little bit more of a conservative approach and they didn't so, you could survive because of of making this choice, yeah. Um, and you could fail because of it, right? So that's what's that's what's fun Man, about making it. choices. <laughs> it's it, really really yeah. Really choices really are really hard, really um, but I like. Um, I think uh, Tony Robbins is, and a few others that are these folks that are big motivational millionaire type speakers. They say that you know the um, success is in the making the choices. Make a yeah. choice. You know, make choices. And if you're making choices, you're more than likely to have success. If you're thinking about this and definitively making a choice, you're more than likely to succeed than the person who wallows and never makes any choices at all and then does nothing.
0: I, I, I think that's the perfect lead in for um, the third option here, which mm-hmm. is making choice to invest both time and money in the, in the opportunities and the potential that are, um, are going to be associated with 2021.
1: Yeah. So uh, the first one is you do everything in number two above. So yeah. you spend the time, you do all the, the thinking and uh, brainstorming and you make the phone calls and you do the research and you find out you find out everything yeah. and then uh, you financially act on on the potential opportunities.
0: Yeah. And, and one of those, the, the next one of those is really to um, invest in inventory that might sell. Now, I, I think this is particularly important this year mm-hmm. uh, because there's still so much inventory strain in the system. So I know that we've seen, uh, we've got some additional experience in, in this lately um, with our new acquisition of Best Blanks.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, uh, Best Blank sells sublimation blanks for the most part, among other things. But, you know, those are things that sell thousands at a time. Yeah. So, you know, you can have some in stock and then three days later you can have none in stock and it might take three weeks to three months to get replacement. So, you know, investing in inventory, being the person that has stock when no one else does puts you in, um, in a commanding position in the marketplace.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is, um, part of that equation, right? So if you're, if you're considering that there is um, an event coming up and uh, selling um, mugs and coasters and things of that nature is, is going to be important for that event. And that's, it's good money. If you choose to wait to see till everything's official, maybe, or wait till it's closer. I'm not going to do anything till it's like 30 days out. You know, you might have to get an order. Yeah, or until you get an order, right? I mean, you could say, I'm not going to do anything until it's really close or officially I get commitments. You, and and that we, I've seen this a lot, you know, especially over the past six months, is that um, that boom happens where everybody is ordering the same product at once, and then the product is gone. Like, there is none to buy. There are none to buy anywhere. And now you have to wait for everybody to get things back. And, um, uh, uh, this example, um, you know, mugs and is one example, um, heat, heat presses, heat press machines are another example of that yeah. where, um, nobody wanted to buy a heat press for months. And then all of a sudden everybody wanted another or their first heat press. And we're just getting to the point now where you can order a heat press and get it within a reasonable amount of time. Heat yeah. presses were 30 days behind. So we had businesses calling us up yeah. who were like, I need, I need this press. I've got an opportunity to make money and I can't unless I get this press. And um, the person who decided to buy the press six weeks before them is the one who is making that money.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, they, and, I mean that, that's just the way it works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, when the person who decided to buy, um, who invest a bunch of money right before their um, city shut down, had debt, and they did, and they were not able to possibly pay pay those debts, right? So, so the other side happens too. But when you're investing time into money, you there's a lot of opportunity to be had. And if you wait too long, the inventory, especially now, I mean, especially now, inventory on supplies, ink, mugs, paper, um, everything is still really wishy-washy. And I I would implore anybody um, outside of this podcast topic, if you do not wait till any of your inventory runs too low on anything in your supplies right now, I would make sure you have a reasonable amount of inventory. I don't mean you need to invest a lot, but a reasonable amount. If you wait until your last drops of ink or your last mug or your last (laughs) sheet of paper, you might try to get that product and find out it's 30 days before you can get it.
0: Yeah. And I, I will tell you, I, I'm not aware of any supplies that we sell or any supplies in the custom apparel business period that won't last for 90 days. So, oh, yeah. so you know, it, it's, not like, it's not like spoiled groceries. Oh, yeah. You know, if you buy mugs, they'll last forever. You know, if you buy um, shirts, store them properly, they'll last forever. So, you know, it's not like you're, for inventory, it's not like you're investing in something that um, is just going to be worthless.
1: Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And, and, and again, every situation is different. You have to look at what's your shop sells, what you do, what you carry, um, and if it makes sense to make an investment or not. But when we're talking about, what we're talking about here is your opportunity in 2021 to hit a boom, right? And if we focus on that, and you see an opportunity for festivals coming up or sports or whatever it is in your niche, we've talked about examples, but you probably have some in mind that are your own. You look at those, you start making some decisions. And if you wanna be the most aggressive to to take advantage of the boom the best, you start making that list. And you say, I'm gonna go to this festival. I plan on having two booths. I'm gonna sell caps and uh, hats, mugs, and custom t-shirts. You know, custom tumblers. These are all the things I'm going to sell. So you know, what do I need to have? I want to have at least this much in stock of each. In order to customize these, I'm going to need this much ink, this much paper, this much vinyl. Um, and you're going to start getting that stuff in ahead of time. right? I mean, this is what an aggressive invest, investment type of strategy is. Um, yeah. I don't have a cap press, but I plan on pressing caps. I'm going to order one of those now. Oh, they're 30 days behind on inventory? Fine. I'm, I'm doing yeah. something for May 1st.
0: That's just it. I think, I think the, you know, the, the theme here is don't assume that um, the warehouses for all of your vendors are full and that you can order something and get it the next day. You've got to be a little bit more strategic about that.
1: So this is strategy. This, so this is the approach to say, I want to be at the beginning of that bell curve mentioned before. I want to get all of it from the rise up to the peak to the slowdown i want to get all of that income in for my business because i think this is going to be an opportunity for me to make a lot of money or whatever it might be yep. so you look at that strategy and if we talk about you know um you know a festival a kumquat festival coming up where um people lots of things are being bought and sold um and you look at the opportunity so uh, there so business a who says i'm going to be conservative they might they just might not do anything with it until it's like maybe right up to the of the event and then they'll start taking some action um the chances are they will make Um, they will profit the least about from it. They won't have the inventory. They won't be prepared. They're not ready to do that type of business now because they're in a a different stage of their business. The second person has done a little bit of prep, a little bit of work. They're going to be able to strike sooner. And the person who has invested time and money, they've already got two booths. They've got everything set up. They're going to walk in there. They're going to be ready to sell and ready to make money. So, um, you know, so the pro to that investment of time and money is when the growth hits and the peak hits you're ready you're yeah. most likely to make the most amount of money during that boom yep and uh and going back to being a game changer this could be a game changer for your business it yeah, could, it could it, uh, change the trajectory you, if memories.
0: you're if you're breaking into one of one of these venues if it's your first renaissance festival then you may have just garnered yourself a long-term client. Or, you know, maybe those two booths were incredibly profitable in in 2021, and they invite you back every year. So you get first come, first serve. You know, or you get a a new high school, or you've added um, mugs or stadium seats to your business. So now every year from now on, when those customers come back to you, you've got a larger opportunity than you would have had otherwise.
1: Yep. Yep. And 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 it's it just the potential's great for you. You know, if you if you see it and you've evaluated it and you choose to take the risk. Now now there, is, mm. there are cons to that risk too, right? Um you could take on a bunch of debt buy a bunch of stuff and then find out that the event's canceled. And it's not there and now what am I going to do with these mugs? What yeah, am I going to do with this mug? Else press?
0: Gets the contract.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or, or, or yeah. Sure. Yeah, all that's possible. So um, but I, what I like about what the, what I like about this con is if you've been strategic up front and you've been thinking about this and you use your brain and your business mind, you're going to say, what am I going to do with all these mugs? You've got, you've I've got, got plenty of plan B's yeah. that you could do. Well, I can, I can, I can try to sell them on the internet. I'm going to try to, you know, I've been, uh, uh starting this Facebook group where for a particular interest i'm a member of a club you know all the other things we talk about that you can go ahead and you can still take advantage um of that of what you've invested there
0: yeah go back up to that the the um the top of this podcast and that list of things that we think are going to boom in 2021 and if it turns out to be you know okay the um the festival market wasn't good for me Mm. now i have all these blank mugs or blank onesies whatever it is you know which? What's the next opportunity down this list that I might use these same skills, the same hardware, the same supplies to go after in the future? Yeah. Print a few mugs for real estate agents and send them out, or you know whatever that niche market is. Use that inventory that you've got, saying, "Hey, I've got this in stock. Um, I'll make you a great deal on custom custom mugs."
1: So, so there's there's um, I think. All in all, when we talk about all this here, there is, um, there is a great unknown opportunity to be had that, yeah. that shall be had, right? So, so, it, so it shall be had when we, when we just look at just just basic ideas of what will happen. Um, events are going to happen again, and things are going to need to be customized. You know, if, if they currently aren't in your, in your area, um, new things will develop as old things die, new things grow. So there's going to be new opportunities, whatever that, whatever those might be. And, uh, if you're spending the time to think about this stuff, to look out for that stuff and then deciding kind of what's your approach on each opportunity. I I don't think that this, this isn't uh, an entire business approach. This, this thinking about these, uh, the three different ways you might act on things could be, and really should be situation to situation. Yeah. The Renaissance Festival. I'm going to choose to be an A. That's a great I'm not going to mess with it. Sports. I really feel pretty good about that. I'm going to be a B. um This concert opportunity. I'm going to be a C. Yeah. I'm right. going to dive deeper into that. So you can take you. You should take different approaches to different opportunities, and like that, yeah, and that's those are going to be the folks because that's going to be the folks that are um that will really be able to see this back to business boom in 2021 and, uh, and, and come out with 2021 being their best year. Um, I,
0: I mean, honestly, you know, I love it when people write things down. So um, go back to that list of opportunities and potential that you made mm-hmm. and make some Im- initial decisions on whether you're an A, B, or a C in each one. And, you know, maybe just mark that off. And after you investigate it a little bit, maybe that'll change, maybe it won't. If they're all A's, then you are gonna have a very relaxing year.
1: Yeah. That you know, it's a great it's a it's a great point. All, <laughs> better start uh, working out.
0: You know, yeah, you know, yeah. One, one or the
1: other. One or the other. I like that you said um make an initial thought on each, because you <laughs> should know, right? You should know some things. Um uh, I'm not really fit for sports apparel there are this competition is really stiff in my area for sports apparel I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back on that and and I'll when and if opportunity gets thrown at me I'll take it but I'm not gonna go for that um, however the um, going to festivals and um, going to live events and stuff like that is my niche so I'm gonna really focus on that stuff and even though I know the sports and the restaurants are going to come back that's not the niche I've been in um and you initially take that idea and then you start doing some more research and then you find out, oh, those shops that I thought were my competition for sports, you know, they're not they're not focusing on that anymore or they're not around. And then you might change you might change your opinion on that. So I think it's great um, to make an initial thought and then change it. So I think that uh covers everything we needed to cover with this today.
0: I, I would say I would say um, I would say that was a surprisingly good episode. For,
1: uh, okay, good. So, so surprisingly- I would say you know uh, homework on this would be to start thinking about what what are boom opportunities for you in your niche in your area. Think about those, write them down. Ask people who are in business that you know. Um, if you are in the customization of t-shirts and mugs, as we have used a lot of those in this example today. Um, and you know, somebody who has a sign shop, talk to them, what do they think is going to happen? What, what's, what signs do they see and start writing some things down, figuring out what your opportunities, figuring out what you're going to invest, um, in those. And the businesses that do those exercises are probably more likely to see money in the in this boom in the booms that happened in 2021, than the folks who just kind of let things happen as they do.
0: Great, I think I think that's true. Hey everybody, um, thanks for listening again to the custom apparel startups uh, podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, share it with uh, people you know. If there's somebody in a small business, even if it's not in customization, I think there's uh, there's some stuff they might be able to learn here as well. So um, we appreciate you listening and do hope you have a great year.
1: Thank you.